Speaking of community. Uh, speaking of community. <laughs> Star Trek stories. <laughs> Let's talk about, welcome to Star Trek stories. <laughs> oh, it's been a hot sec. Um, yeah, I guess we'll do our little teaser here mm-hmm. for what we have coming up. Yeah, man. We just got through season one, which if you've been listening with us, all 28 of you consistently, what a ride. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank you for sticking with us in your car or wherever. Yeah. The one of you is in like Singapore. One of you is in Australia. I love that. You might be bots. Just data collection. But you know what? That works for now. We'll yeah. take it. <laughs> um, yeah, we are currently in between episode selections for our 100 episode list, venturing out into the universe in which we're taking a look at the entire Star Trek franchise. In between series as well. In between series as well. Um, but um, we have a little bit of a surprise before surprise. we get to our next episode selection. We'll get to that in a moment, but there's a surprise. Oh, yeah. Before we get to it. Oh, boy. What's it going to be? Um, but first, we thought we would just real quick just kind of take a look back on what we just watched. Classic Trek. Our 13-episode look at um, classic Trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to share some quick little reflections and thoughts on what we just watched. Um, you know, to be honest, it's been a while since we've watched these. This has been a second since we've recorded. Um, we kind of took some time off when we did our first batch of episodes, just figuring out. Yeah, got through the holidays, and mm-hmm. it was a busy, busy time. So mm-hmm. it was appropriate. You know, and it's fun what, what we just watched reflects the, where we've been with the show. Just, I think the fun thing about looking at classic track, at least the snapshot we just looked at, I think it had this kind of through line of them trying to figure out the show and just when it started, when they were in the middle of it, the highs and lows, and then eventually the kind of decline and end, and then eventually like rebirth with the movie. Um, but it was kind of a perfect little thing for us to, as we were figuring out our show too, um, kind of go on a similar kind of a journey, just like, especially like with the beginning of the Star Trek franchise and the beginning of our podcast, just trying to figure it out. Absolutely. And we're still figuring it out. Uh, so please, if you're listening, if you have been on board consistently, join the discord, jump in because we have a whole section dedicated to ideas yeah. and feedback for us. And we love that feedback. So anything you got, throw it at us. We do have ideas for and thoughts for the show going forward. So far, I think we've done pretty good, though. But we definitely do have ideas for how we're going to be tackling the show going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, big things, better things. We're going to manage the sound. That is one of the, the big things. We're going to make it our space and do it, make it sound how we want it to sound at all times. Bolder, braver, better. <laughs> Butter, bigger. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, real quick, we just wanted to, as we announce kind of what's coming up next. Um, this is kind of a little off week for us. There's no regular episode. We are just kind of doing this little bonus teaser episode, and to announce kind of what's coming specifically next episode. Um, but, um. Yeah, we real quick. We just wanted to look back at what we just watched and some of our thoughts. Um, 
So Aaron, just reflecting upon these 13 episodes, one of which was a cartoon, one of which was a movie, what are the thoughts on what we just, just watched? I'll say one of my biggest takeaways is that Shatner is, is underrated as an actor. I think he actually, there's that caricature of him that's super wild and, and over the top. And some of that's a little unjustified. I feel like he, he delivers a fine performance. It's the stakes that surround him. Like he's, he's just giving those stakes what they need like mm-hmm. in the moment, you know, and it's intense and it's passionate and it's Shatner and, and he's got that unique way of speaking and maybe that feeds into it. But yeah, I think he's, he's, he does a great job as Kirk. I agree. If you go, you know, going back and listening to the episodes that we did, we certainly had praise for Leonard Nimoy, but I feel like we're almost very consistent in, and almost most flattering in our praise of William Shatner. He definitely had lots of highlights in, in a lot of these episodes. Bounce of Terror, like Where No Man Has Gone Before. Like he was in some of these episodes, he was one of the best shining parts of the episode. Mm-hmm. Even when it was like something like Ilana Troyes. I remember. Oh, private, yeah, private little war. <laughs> I remember. Tyree. Bones. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do agree. Like, I, we, I don't think we've, to be fair. To be fair. I don't think we've gotten to a lot of his more hammy performances yet. Yeah, we did miss some of those so, more ridiculous moments. If we do another list of 100 episodes, I have no doubt... We, we will f- come across some of these gems. <laughs> some more of the gifts that pop up. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things um, I'm, I think that most stood out to me in watching them and listening to our episodes as editing them is the theatrical quality and nature of the show. I think we were, didn't come up in every episode, but it would seem to me that we did talk a lot about like how it hangs on actors' reactions. They were working so hard. Right. They're like cheating out mm-hmm. to the audience. And we're both like, you know, theatrically trained actors. Um, and there's a few times where we've mentioned where you don't see that in TV anymore, but especially that. And I think you see these to some degree in all the Star Trek shows, but especially that 60s show. Yeah. Very theatrical. It feels like theater sets that they're filming in a really cool way as well. Almost what it feels like. Yeah, that's what it had to be. Now we have cameras that can go anywhere we need them to go to get the shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we can play with so many, so many different things with like digital lighting and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, a lot more freedom to mm-hmm. express ourselves through through the cinematography that we used to have. But yeah, it's stuff that you just don't even think about unless you you have been a performer, you have been in that space, mm-hmm. like cheating out, like you said, like yeah, just those terms. Uh, quite theatrical, uh, really like a almost foundational show for shows going forward mm-hmm. in terms of how things were shot and how things were played out. Yeah, yeah. I think in some ways it like while also being very theatrical and even Shakespearean, mm. which is like classic and vintage. You can also see that there is this ahead of its time quality to it. Um, 
even with like some of like the, the how they shoot and do some of the lighting and angles when you go watch the 2009 JJ Abrams films even though it's like very modern and a very and a whole new different take on what Star Trek is but you see like the the swath of light across the face mm-hmm. and and some of the interesting angles and the big reactions and moments and everything it's like it's it's done a little differently but that same kind of a thing to some degree still holds up it is if you watch the the special features for that movie he jj was huge about using movie magic tricks to create a lot of those effects like yes there's a ton of cgi but like wherever they could they were using little old school tricks uh just to make it feel more grounded in that star trek reality that original series reality you know yep um that was definitely something that stood out to me was but uh i think that's a strength of the show mm-hmm. like it makes it interesting to go back to because you don't really see this kind of a thing it is both ahead of its time and very much of this kind of classic theatrical tradition so it's both it feels ahead of its time and antiquated antiquated yeah but yeah. it's, it's very charming it get it, mm-hmm. i think that quality gives it a certain charm that makes it fun to go back to and that's probably the biggest thing i think the biggest appeal nowadays is that there is this vintage charm to it in that sense um were there any episodes that in particular stood out to you um not so much episodes as conversations i would say about the episodes mm. uh the ones that stick out to me most are probably our our talk with tyson mm-hmm. our talk with scott uh jake and mindy mm-hmm. talking about music and stuff mm-hmm. um yeah so such good talks surrounding the episodes that we were watching you know mm-hmm. um and really that's the bulk of what we wanted the show to be which is great uh, I love that the original show could still inspire such good conversation. Yeah. Uh, more or less focused on, on what the episode was about. Or just what it spurs mm-hmm. kind of like kickstarts, you know, in the, in, I don't know, whether philosophically or politically or whatever, just kind of what it makes you think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's what I've always loved about sci-fi too, is it can send your mind in, in new directions off, off planet earth and away from the struggles of the everyday, mm. you know, but yet still is kind of grounded in the problems of yeah. today and yesterday and what might be sure. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the things I definitely love about cl- classic Trek is for how dated and how of its time it is just because that has this unique quality to it. It still spurs conversations. Like you just said, we had all sorts of interesting conversations with people mm-hmm. because of some of these silly little, you know, episodes of television from the sixties, you know, and I don't know if every, sh- if every show from that time period is going to spark the same kind of yeah. discourse. Some maybe some. like, could we do a rewatch of bewitched and have it spark? <laughs> The same level of discussion. <laughs> I dream of genie for that matter. Coming up next after we're done with Star Trek. <laughs> we're doing Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> now a Gilligan's Island retrospective, everyone. <laughs> what else, can, what else can we name drop? The original Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, old school, yeah. Um, 
Um, and I, you know, one of the, I think the other thing, one of the other big things that st- sticks out to me is, and this is someone who, like I said, in a couple episodes, the original series is probably my favorite from a nostalgic point of view. Mm. I grew up with it. It's what I have the most nostalgia for that. And probably next generation of those two were very much in my mind as a little kid. Um, but even probably a little more so the original series, um, it was just so colorful and really stood out to me. Um, it's just interesting to go back. And I, I always love these episodes as much as I watched them the first time. Uh, but over the years, like I've, more and more I've become much more critical of them. Um, and I don't mean to say that like they're bad or anything like that. Um, it's just that things grow and change over time and flower into better, better things, you know? So yeah. I, I still love it for its ground. I always have a soft spot for the things that are groundbreaking. And this certainly is, but again, it's like, this gets better in different incarnations. Yeah, and so do we, you know, mm-hmm. as people. And that's a lot of what it is, is like uh, that art is kind of cemented in place in a little time caps- capsule. You see it for what it is, uh, even as we move forward and move on. It, it was kind of a trip for me as as we're approaching midlife about mm-hmm. like the age of these actors when the show was new mm-hmm. and how they were just breaking out. And now like here we are so many years later and look at them now. A couple of them are, have passed and most and, of them. Oh man. Shatner's looking so old. And so is George, George. Okay. It's like, Oh, it's, it's so Walter, sad. but just the life those guys have lived and the legacy and like look, comparing that. I know it's not right to compare life to life, but you kind of do anyways, people mm-hmm. looking at your own life and mm-hmm. what you're going to leave behind. Yeah, it's been a trip. I think what's also interesting with these actors, and the biggest thing with classic Trek is that it's specifically this cast. Um, not only do you like you know look and compare yourselves to the actors, but it's like it's a very unique case where like these actors played these same characters in a few different versions. The original. 60s show the 70s cartoon and then like the movies that were in the 70s the 80s early 90s it's like they played the same characters for 25 years yeah like they're almost like inextricably linked like what kind of i mean there are people who are always forever linked to certain parts but like it's not as hard to shake anymore no Uh, i mean it is a little bit like like John Krasinski, I always go back to as an example. He's Jim from The Office. Sure. For me, no matter what he's in. Yeah. But he's he's gone on to do a bunch of stuff, like the the horror movies that he's done with Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in the Jack Ryan series now. Yeah. But still, like no matter what, he's still Jim from The Office. Mm-hmm. That would have been the case for Captain Kirk had it been me in the 60s. Like, oh, that's just yeah. Captain Kirk doing something else. Yeah. So hard to shake. It's like the curse of... Luke Skywalker for Mark Hamill. Sure. Kind of plagued his career for years. But even more so, it's like Mark Hamill, like he played the role for a little bit, went away and then kind of came back for like the last Jedi. But like for like a good quarter of a decade, those actors continued. Mm -hmm. There were breaks in between these, some of these years, but like 
every year or so it's like I'm going back and I'm playing Uhura again and I'm playing suit and for 25 years. Mm -hmm. So not only just like, it wasn't just one instance that they're forever associated with it. Like for a quarter of a century, they were still playing that role. They were still. And like, so you got to chart not only the actor's growth, but like these characters grew over 25 years and you saw the actors grow with those roles for over 25 years. Like it's a very specific kind of a thing that's almost hard to replicate mm-hmm. um even like uh what is it uh man's chinese theater i think it's still there last time i was there it was there but it's been a while since i've been to hollywood and man's chinese theater where everyone puts the the hands and yeah. The, yeah the the handprints of the original star trek sh- series they're all there but in one big one oh. Like the the cast of Star Trek as one big one. It's like, yeah, like even then it's like it's a you don't really see that with other things. They all get their own little one, but it's like the specific cast of the, it's not just John Wayne, you know, Shirley MacLaine. Like it's, the ensemble was the, the ensemble yeah. tied with the characters forever cement literally cementing their legacy as one big unified cast mm-hmm. it, we haven't got we, it's probably going to be years before we get here but and at the end and the end of star trek six they all sign their names off like we're, and that's I it and that. they all yeah. sign it off and it's like what other thing does something like that it's very very unique very singular um and it's kind of fun to kind of just so in our little chunk just to kind of see those original characters kind of grow and change also kind of brings it back with also bringing in our own crew. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's our, that's our crew. Yeah. Our bridge crew. It's our, our bridge crew. We're like, we're, we're the ones we all put our hands together in man's Chinese theater, you know, something about that. I, I feel like that's most people. I could be wrong, but yeah. a, that, that small child part of you that still assigns roles to all your friends. and stuff. Yeah. 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 Same kind of a thing. And like, I think everyone's kind of got that to some degree, like that little friend group. We're playing in the backyard. Playing in the back, yeah. Right. Um, and then it just turns out some of those kind of last over. Let's go play Star Trek in the yard. Yeah. Oh my God, you better believe I certainly did. Yeah, for sure. I had like some phaser toys. We'd go out there, tricorder, run around the park with them. Yeah. Or action figures. Oh, all kinds of action. Where you kind of did you ever do this? Where you just like you dump out all the action figures of the toys. Okay, you go first. I want Captain Picard. I want Captain Kirk. Mm -hmm. Or I want Darth Vader. I want Luke Skywalker. And then you just kind of, (laughs) you each take turns to, I want Optimus Prime. I want Megatron. Okay, fine. I'll take (laughs) him. You know? I want Raphael. Star Trooper, that's fine. That's okay. I'll take this because I know you wanted that. I want Yoda. Okay, but then, okay, now we move on to ships. (laughs) We move on to ships. (laughs) Sometimes we had play sets. I get Hoth. Oh, Hoth is your base. I get the Death Star. (laughs) I get the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> um, Millennium Falcon was always mine because that was my fucking ship. It's my toy. I get it. <laughs> oh my God. I had a few good ones. We should totally do like a whole episode about if there's an episode of the show that's appropriate or if there's an, just a bonus episode, we should totally do like a Star Trek, Star Wars Maybe if toys we, episode. If we ever did like a video show. That a video show. I got all my toys downstairs in the storage unit. I've wondered... Because I know I've given some away to my young cousins. I wonder how many I could get back. Uh, At least just to 
Yeah, because I had um, I had some good ones. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, um, we've been, of course, watching Star Trek on the podcast. Spoiler alert. Um, I don't know if you're aware. There are other nerddoms. There are another nerddoms. And it's okay if you're a fan of some other nerddoms, too. And we want to address that. Yeah. Um, Star Trek, at least for me, is the ultimate nerd dumb thing and you could argue it's the ultimate nerd dumb thing just in terms of the sheer quantity and age of the thing um but again it's not the only one mm-hmm. um we thought it'd be fun in between little episode selections to do little palate cleansers we want to dabble yeah in in some different adventures some different universes yeah um, we're going to start doing these little one-off specials in between episode selections. Um, we're going to be calling them nerd movies because that's exactly what they are. Nerd movies? Nerd movies. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's a, it might be, it's a very, it's a specific, but are somewhat broad category. It's not necessarily just going to be sci-fi or fantasy. There's, right. there's a larger... Nerd movies can apply to a few things. There's so much to appreciate. Yeah. So to kick it off, we got a big one. I think it's 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 only right that we kick it off this way. It's arguably the biggest. Yeah. Arguably the biggest. Um, it, it, it seemed only appropriate that after, you know, in this Star Trek podcast, and especially after doing Star Trek The Motion Picture, that we do as our first nerd movie. <sighs> Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I guess more specifically, Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope. Right. The special edition. <laughs> the 4K remaster. <laughs> you know, I have found copies of the the unspecialized movies on like DVD. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how legit that is. They are for sale on Amazon in some places. But it's like eighty dollars. It's like. I, I do have the DVDs of the OG, ver- like, because it had the special editions, but on the, either the backside or a different disc, they had the theatrical cut. It, it, not remastered or anything. Just They just slapped it on a DVD. Yeah. Somewhere in a storage box at my parents' house, I have the original remaster VHS trilogy. Oh, like that black box? Mm-hmm. With Vader's face on it? Yes. And then, like, it was Vader the stormtrooper and Yoda as the three box covers. Oh yeah. yeah. I remember getting that too. And we got that for Christmas. And then we're just like, yeah, my uncle actually has the original VHS releases of all three movies Mm -hmm. from way back when. Yeah. Untouched, unspecialized, just Mm -hmm. theatrical editions. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even like that box set, I think when it does the original star Wars movie, it still says star Wars episode four, a new hope. But the original, original, original version, it just says Star Wars and then just gives you the role. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we won't be watching those just because we're so ruined by 4K HD these days. We just have to watch the most pretty, shiny. Is that what it is? That's what it is. That's what it is. And for me, it's George Lucas just took that away from us and won't give it back. I won't give it back. Yeah, give if they it. did a 4K remaster of those versions. Give it. Give it. Please. Thanks. Sorry, George. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> give me the fucking. You just give me the fucking originals. Give me the movie. 
Why are you just... It's better. Just The it's originals are better. It. Just give it. You silly goose. They're still fun. It's fine. You know, here, uh, you know, this will it'll probably give us more to talk about, honestly. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> you know what? As a kid, I will say going back in the theaters to see Star Wars was cool. And when the X-Wings were flying by in A New Hope and they all opened their wings. Oh. Like, oh, like total nerdgasm. Yeah, I'll just give you a spoiler alert right now. Like for me, like I think Star Wars fandom looks a little different for everyone. For me, it is those X-Wing fighter pilots in those orange jumpsuits jumping into those X-Wings yeah. and taking on the Death Star. That, to me, is like peak pinnacle Star Wars mm. in my brain. That was always like in the video games. I always loved flying the X-Wings. I always loved that aspect of Star Wars the most. I fucking love that shit. Oh, yeah. That was a huge part of it for me, too. It's, yeah, X-Wing, TIE Fighter, Millennium Falcon. Yeah. That, that's all you need. Yep. For sure. Um. So yeah, Star Wars is kind of a big one with a lot of baggage. So I think we're going to bring a fun little perspective. I don't know where you came out on this, Aaron. I, 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 we'll get into this in the actual episode. I feel like you and I are going to be a little more, I don't know, mid, mid-core Star Wars fans. Yeah, yeah. I can't say I'm a hardcore Star Wars fan. Yeah, but not exactly casual. I can say I'm like a... Original trilogy purist. Ah, uh, yeah, me, I, me too. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, I can't love. say that. Um, but we're going to be bringing on three different perspectives to join us to talk about it. We're going to be bringing on a hardcore Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. We're going to be bringing on a more casual Star Wars fan, which who's still to be determined. TBD. No idea. We'll see. Um, but that's like the probably the biggest range of people we have to choose from is eh, someone who's like yeah i like it it's yeah it's kind of hard to find just like a casual star wars fan. casual star wars fan i mean i guess we could walk into starbucks and just pick somebody anyone kind of like star wars okay come here i thought the last jedi was okay perfect perfect <laughs> <laughs> um and then for the third perspective we'll be bringing someone in who has never seen star wars which is probably always the funnest perspective to hear yeah you um, never quite know what you're gonna get yeah, so that's what you have look, to look forward to next week. Woo! Um, our first nerd movie, Star Wars. That I am looking forward to it. I took a sample of the DV, of the Blu-ray today, and looking good. It looks beautiful. Great. Like I've never seen so much detail. I've I've seen those movies so many times, and the detail and some of those scenes. I'm like, I didn't. I, wow! Look at that! 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 So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um. All right. Um, okay. Um, well, Aaron and I are probably going to watch the Miss Universe pageants. Oh, yeah. Scream their names. We got clips. <laughs> and just have a jolly old time. <laughs> um, so until next time, we will see you then. All right. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs>